0: Hi guys welcome to something to rant about with ujo crescentia today i'll be taking you guys through biotechnology i fell in love with biotechnology when i was going through a school's website i was actually going through that website to read about professor in the school i don't know if i'm permitted to call his name so i won't um somehow he had a doctor's degree in biotechnology so i want to just scan through the internet with regards to the course because i had no idea what it was about anyway i finally did and fell head over heels in love with it so i decided to share what it is all about and um, how i think we can make money with it um i feel everyone should be taught all subjects though maybe a little bit of everything i remember while in school i really did like biology Um, It's kind of related to biotechnology, but biotechnology is more complex. Uh, Moving on from the definition I found on Wikipedia. Biotechnology involves the use of living systems and organisms to develop or make products. Now how is this relatable to making money in our locality? Very easy. We get things wrong by thinking um, anything that has to do with science requires a whole lot of money, um, connections, space, employees, or probably ideas. But after going through it on the net, I just had various ideas on how we can make money with it, with little or no effort at all. Now, using third world countries, let's say Nigeria as an example, because that's the country I'm most familiar with and um, the citizens of nigeria are not really familiar with biotechnology apart from those studying it as a course in school and also um, nigeria's gdp and gmp is quite low and i believe the ideas i have would help individuals um, to make money faster and um, more smoothly the first aspect of biotechnology technology i be focusing on would be um, herbs and medicine When we say herbs, the first thing that comes to mind is agriculture, right? But making money goes beyond that. I've come to realize that LDCs, size less developed countries, focuses only on cash crops, something they can harvest and sell rather than something they can harvest, research and experiment on. If LDCs keep waiting for their leaders to help start up or educate them in everything, then I guess they may be waiting a lifetime. Uh, Japan, Singapore and China became an imported trade market by itself. Individually, everyone in the country was researching, taking risks, all the government did was just to stop a and boom, the country grew gradually to what it is now. African countries don't need to always wait to be taught how to use what they have to get what they want. We can actually experiment and take risks with what we have. I think far back 1800, we excelled in our agriculture, not caring what other nations or countries' thoughts, or waiting to go to school to learn about it. We used agri for medicine, food, cosmetics, clothes, handcrafts, houses, means of transport just name it. Um, people say 1970 oil boom ruined everything in Nigeria. Mm, I used to say that too, but I think we ourselves ruined everything by ourselves. Um, instead of having to wait to import um, drugs, um for foreign scientists to come up with um, a cure for illness or for importation of fertilizers for our plants and crops we can act, we can actually try selective breeding um selective breeding is a method of um, genetic modification i'll be explaining here plants and animal breeds with particular traits are selected and they're selected to mate and reproduce now, these selected plants are called cotigens, and then the cortogen reproduces via crossbreeding. They reproduce a hybrid. These hybrids can be used to produce something called transgenic animals. The question would be, what is transgenic animals? Transgenic animals are animals that have special and different traits and genes. Their usefulness to humans may vary depending on research. I don't know if I'm using a whole lot of um, science on familiar terms, but all I'm trying to explain is that when there's a crossbreed, it results in availability of genes that can be used to produce a different breed entirely. In a layman's term, let me give an example. I can actually bring two different beautiful flowers alike to produce something called hybrid. Then I can mate these hybrid with a different breed to form another hybrid flower. It would however possess the genes and traits of the two different flowers. Now this is something one can never like, come up with by just planting yam and selling yam to birds at the end of the season. But this is what developed countries' rigs, experiment and implement on a daily. It's the same way they added and subtracted two or more things to come up with medicine for different sicknesses. China has China tea. India, Indian herbs. Though India is a third world country, but they're gradually stepping out of this. Nigerians can make money with agriculture via biotechnology. They can do this by crossbreeding, which is not the only means, but one amongst many. We actually have vast farmland. Africa is the leading continent when it comes to agriculture, so trying different things to come up with new commodities and solutions would not be that much of a risk. Um, Inasmuch as as a farmer would not want to um, practice selective breeding and come up with new plants that may be a cure to some illness or crops that may help to reduce pests and um, improve the growth of plants. He may get it all wrong and ruin the soil. But I don't think this should be the fear. Nigeria has more than enough land. Another aspect of biotech I would like to speak on that we can actually use to benefit ourselves without much knowledge is biotech in food production. Now, this has to do with research on new food contents. For example, research on what you can crossbreed to produce less fatty food, or the kind of hybrids that can reduce um, the starch in foods. Like rice, cassava and so on. By the time a bag of rice without starch is sold in the market, everyone who wants to lose weight or has a problem with starchy foods would definitely patronize that commodity. The same goes for other things, mostly when there is a monopoly of such commodity. Money runs in all at once. I guess this is why the richest man in Africa became wealthy via agriculture. He experimented he took his time and now he's reaping. It's reaping where he sold. We all need something, like we need something no one else is doing or has ever done in our society so that we can break free from poverty. Risk is definitely one of them, followed by patience, then persistence. Without these things, you can never break free from poverty. Um, The third and last aspect I'll be exposing is called grey biotechnology. This is a very interesting one. And important as well. And this is a discovery that would eradicate poverty immediately. So, grey biotech has to do with um, preservation, getting to um, crossbreed crops that can be used to preserve food. Now, using plants as a preservative is something even Westerners have not yet discovered. And this is what makes grey biotech very important and unique if we can start something like that in Africa. I learned. Um, the cavemen used clay pots, which was somehow always cold to preserve food. That was a discovery that I'm sure took experiment and trial to figure out because somehow man has got to preserve his food for rainy days. If we can emulate the same energy and channel it to this day, we would never smell poverty. However, we are just relaxed, waiting for the Westerners and Asians to come up with new ideas, to come up with solutions to everything. And this is our thoughts every day. Well, sorry to bust your bubbles, guys. This country will always research and produce, and we, the less developed country, will always buy and get poor. So, just like the others mentioned, Grey Bouter goes through the same process as others, which is just cross bridging and trying to discover new things, probably from previous hints or ideas. Instead of having to put our foodstuffs or canned food in the freezer, or um, always heating it we can always come up with a spicy but preservative leaf or something anything that can be used to cook and would at the same time add spice and preserve the food this can be sold to other countries as well to help improve the country's GDP and GMP and to help in- improve the uh, wealth of the individuals in the country um, guys I'll be rounding up with one last word biotech has always been a gambler's game and it's never going to change it will always be a gambler's game it's either an experiment goes wrong and you lose or only two out of a 100 products which is the market but once you are persistent and defiant you would surely like succeed and others will follow your lead with all this being said i think that's the end of this episode so i want to say a thank you so much to everyone for listening um, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my videos or whatever, and drop a comment. I'd <laughs> also drop a review for me on my Apple Podcast. Yay, I'm now on Apple Podcast, guys. And also, my uncle, you can leave a voice message for me on my uncle. And um, I love you guys. It's a bye bye for me till I come your way some other time. Bye, guys. I love you. Mm-hmm.